0: What's up everybody and welcome to the podcast Dog Mom Mentality where we strive to play with dogs and not emotions. I am your virtual bestie Caroline and I have my furry friend here Layla and we are going to give you a break from your day to talk about all things dogs and emotional well-being. If you have ever been emotionally affected by your dog then this is the podcast for you. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality Podcast. I am so happy that you are here. I just got done recording another episode that will be out in a couple weeks, and holy crap, that's going to be a good episode. I feel very excited, very alive, very like open and heard and understood, and I'm just really excited to release that episode here in the near future. But today we are actually celebrating something really, really special, really, really cool. I can't believe it's here, but today's episode is the 52nd episode, which means we have a whole year's worth of dog mom mentality episodes. How freaking cool. I... (laughs) It's amazing. I can't get over it. It's literally so cool to me that I have recorded that many podcast episodes, that there's been so many guests on, so many lessons learned, so many people touched. All of the amazing people that have listened, just so incredible. And so today's episode is really a reflection on the past couple of months, uh, probably all the way back to like a whole year ago today. Uh, Actually, we dive a little bit Deeper and go to when I first started this podcast, which was actually started on Instagram Live. So that was in like June of 2021. So we actually go like a year and a half from now, which is wild. So I do a full recap basically from the beginning of this podcast through the whole evolution, things that have happened. Uh, with the podcast, with Instagram, on social media, with dog mom mentality as a whole, things in my personal life, things I've done with Layla. So just a a huge recap of all of that. And I'm doing it with my coach, Brittany Brown. So I've had Brittany on the pod before. I've talked about her on Instagram before. But she has been my coach throughout the... The process of starting dogma mentality, getting brand deals, building a actual business out of it, uh, doing a website and a merch launch, and my journal that's coming out here in the future—really uh, like the whole development of that and doing it from like a business perspective. Uh, so really, really cool. She is so insightful. I freaking love her and. If you don't know her, her name is Brittany. She is the owner of Working Dog Mama and Brittany Victoria Agency. And her account on Instagram that she initially got started with is Rosie and Brit. So she talks about puppyhood, puppy products, uh, dog products, uh, like city lifestyle. But then she actually just moved to Colorado. So she is going to be showing lots more of the mountains, I'm sure, And she has just been so helpful. I did a mastermind with her at the beginning of this year, which you'll hear a lot about during this episode, but that really changed the game for me. It really put me in this entrepreneurial mindset. It helped me really get going with uh, running dog mom mentality as a business and being able to balance it out with my nine to five and she has she just really knows like all the ins and outs and so she's the perfect person to do this recap with so that's what today's episode is all about i hope you are here to celebrate with me i hope you stick around to listen to the full evolution of dogma mentality and what's to come what may be coming and uh, a little bit about the journal launch that is coming out here in november and yeah okay before we get into this episode let's talk happies and crappies my happy literally happened just like two hours ago and it's that I tried a chai tea latte for the first time and I actually really like it so I went to my local coffee shop and I really wanted a medicine ball tea and that's typically made at Starbucks it's like a green tea a peach tea lemonade or steamed, steamed lemonade and honey, I think. And it's a hot tea. That's why the lemonade is steamed. And I really wanted one, but I wanted to go to my local coffee shop that I like here in Lexington. And so I asked if they could make one and I like told them the ingredients and they didn't have lemonade. So I opted in to try a chai tea latte and I'm really not like a spice girl if that makes sense like I don't really know what chai has in it if you want to know the truth but I think it has like a cinnamony taste and I'm not a huge cinnamon girl (laughs) but I decided to try it and I actually really really like it so that's my happy and if you're on here listening and you're like I can't believe you've never tried a chai tea latte or chai tea you know I just I'm just not really like a pumpkin spice, cinnamony, like spice fan. So I'm really surprised that I like this, but I'm happy that I like it. My crappy has just been trying to get back to reality this week, Uh, getting back to work, getting back to our routine, our grind here at the house. Uh, There's been a few home projects that we've had to do but really just getting back into the routine has been a little bit hard for me after coming back from vacation. I've been a bit sluggish, a bit more sleepy. Uh, My period is also not helping that. (laughs) I feel like I really want to sleep the whole time whenever I'm on my period, and I've also had some pretty bad sinus and allergy issues, which I think is from traveling and changing weather patterns, and so Yeah, I'm just like really struggling to get my body and like my routine back into like a homeostasis and back to like what it should be. So I feel like it's always like that after you travel, always after you have a vacation, but this time it just feels harder. You all had lots of happies. There's lots of babies being born, lots of weddings, lots of engagements. Somebody was closing on their house. So congratulations to all of those. Those are just crazy, amazing things and just new beginnings for everyone. Uh, Lots of people went hiking or backpacking, some uh, sport dog trials, Uh, Two people had, it was their dog's first sport trial, which is really cool. Uh, Agility, starting new jobs, all sorts of like really fun and cool things. So congratulations on all of that. And for your crappies, uh, lots of coming home from vacations, just like me, trying to like get back into that routine and struggling. So I totally feel that. Lots of people starting back to school. Uh, so the people that do have, you know, the weddings and engagements and babies being born, they also are uh, struggling with, you know, the baby sleeping at night or the wedding stress or like the engagement stress, p- wedding planning, uh, all sorts of things. You know, the person that's <laughs> closed on a new house, they have to pack and they hate packing. So it's kind of funny how the happies and crappies can be so close knit sometimes And the other crappy that a few people mentioned is the hurricane that's down in Florida, Hurricane Ian. And I know I follow so many people that are living in Florida and are experiencing things due to the hurricane. So I do want to put my thoughts and my words and uh, my well wishes out to you all. If you live in Florida, if you are going down there to help out, Uh, there was recently a flood that hit Kentucky and I know it just really caused a lot of devastation so I can only imagine what this hurricane is doing to the people down in Florida so I just want to put out all my thoughts uh, and my well wishes and my good vibes to you all and I hope that if you are down there that you stay as safe as possible. In this episode, I talk about how Brittany's courses and Mastermind have really helped me and have really been able to transform dog mom mentality into what it is today. She's really helped me take my dreams and make them a reality. And so if you have any questions about the courses and the work that I've done with her, feel free to message me or you can message her at Working Dog Mama. That will also be in the show notes. And she has a fabulous Facebook community that's free. And you can go on there and ask all sorts of questions. She posts uh, some of her workshops on there, some of her freebies. And she also has her Brandel Boss course that is starting, I think, mid-October maybe, And you can find that in the show notes. I'll put a link down there to it. So if you are interested in checking that out, you can go there. Uh, I think enrollment is through mid-October and the course starts mid-October. I'm not for sure on the actual dates, but those will be in the show notes. And yeah, she's such a great resource and is just so lovely to work with. So thank you again, Brittany, for all that you've done for me. Just a huge shout out to you and so much love for you. And also so much love for my listeners. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for doing any kind of sharing or rating or review or like telling other friends about it. I really appreciate it. And thank you to all the guests that have been on throughout the course of the past year or over a year to make up these 52 episodes of this freaking podcast. So without further ado, we are going to get into this episode, the 52nd episode, a year's worth of episodes for the Dog Mom Mentality podcast. (music) No matter the age of your pet, so much planning is involved when setting them up for success. From the hours of training, to the socialization, to the confidence building. But have you ever considered that the thing causing them a difference in their behavior, whether it's agitation or anxiety might be a bit more complex than just training. This past year, I began to factor in how Layla's digestion could be affecting her behavior and mood. I didn't previously consider this because it really isn't something that you can outwardly see, nor could she communicate that to me. But after reading her food label, I decided to find a brand that was more balanced, holistic and fueled her for all of our training and play sessions. But I still wanted it to be convenient for me and all of our trips and even hand feeding. This is when solid gold entered our lives. Layla was immediately obsessed with their food, and I am equally obsessed with the benefits she gets from it. Up to 80% of a pet's immune system is influenced by the gut, making the nutrients, vitamins, and minerals so important to your pet's overall health and well being, which, you guessed it, also includes things like their nervous system and behavior layla has been eating solid gold's new nutrient boost line which is powered by plasma making it extra nutritious extra delicious and providing extra immunity the added plasma ingredient works to reduce inflammation and increase absorption making sure that she gets every nutrient possible in her little tummy and all of this is in kibble form making it extremely easy and functional for us Beyond their large variety of customizable food, Solid Gold also makes meal toppers, flavorful bone broths, and supplements. You can snag their products on Amazon, Chewy, Petco, and PetSmart. And find all the details about Solid Gold on their website, solidgoldpet.com. That's also linked in the show notes. Layla assures you that you will not regret checking out Solid Gold for your pet. everybody we are here it's me and Brittany my love um literally my like saving grace and motivator whenever it has come to dog mom mentality like seriously my biggest cheerleader like I would not be here today if it weren't for you let's just be completely honest and this is the 52nd episode so I've been podcasting for a little over a year but it's been inconsistent and you know I was doing bi-weekly and then I switched to weekly and so since this is the 52nd episode I was like I'm just gonna say that this is like the one year anniversary of the podcast so I can't believe it
1: (laughs) I can't believe it either I remember just even like the just talking about like dogma mentality and like changing your username and developing like what you wanted to put out into the world And to see how far it's come since then is just like mind boggling.
0: Yes, it really, really is. So I started doing Instagram lives because Instagram lives were like the big thing. Like, yeah, we're told to do Instagram lives if you like want to grow on Instagram, yada, yada, yada. And so I found this like really niche topic of I want to talk to specifically reactive dog owners and like just shed light to the challenges that we go through the hard work we go through like the evolution of things um, emotions emotions yeah like the behind the scenes kind of stuff that like isn't like yes it's training but like you know it's a whole mental game as well yeah and that started like in June of 2021, I think, and I right. did like ten Instagram lives. They were biweekly. I want to yeah. say, what did you call them again? I forget the name. Owners tell all. Owners tell all. What yeah, juicy name. <laughs> I know, right? It, it was because at the time, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette was like doing yes. the you know mental <laughs> type of thing. I was like, yeah. catchy <laughs> I did like owners tell all and then I was like so fed up because on Instagram you couldn't like stream it and then just like you know do other things on your phone like how you came with the podcast so I was like okay fuck that I like am gonna download every single Instagram live and put it on some kind of streaming platform or distribution platform that pushes it out to Spotify and like Apple so people could listen to it like a podcast because I just thought it was really inaccessible on Instagram. Right. And what was so funny is that I had started working with you probably like in July or August of last year. And we were doing like very like low level, like getting to know each other, um, like brand type of stuff. And I was like, remember texting you and being like, I'm just gonna put these on. (laughs) like a podcast (laughs) well it's kind of funny because
1: (laughs) even from like the first day I think our very first meeting that we ever had I think I said something about changing your bio up yeah and I had had previous clients before that you know would take that and you know ponder on it and then make the changes at some point in time after the call and I think you did it like on the call and you just like took the action you were just like I'm doing it and so it wasn't really surprising that you just like uploaded it to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, you decided you wanted to do it and then you just did it. Um, but I was still like, this is just like Caroline. This is just how she does things. She's like, right. she wants it. She goes for it. I'm on it.
0: Like I am on it. And so after I like switched to everything over to the podcast, I like took a break for a bit and then I was like, okay, I'm like going to make this a bigger deal like, this is going to be a thing. It's not just going to be like some random thing that I do on Instagram. When the time comes, like I'm going to start being like more intentional about it. So that's when I started opening up it to more than just like reactive dog owners. And I've talked about like so many things now, which is crazy. You were one of the first people that I interviewed right after I like started, you know, doing it as a podcast, not just like Instagram lives. And I opened it up more to just emotions of dog owners. It didn't have to be reactive dog owners. So we actually talked about like puppyhood. Yes. And that's a really popular, it's it's broken up into two pieces because at the time I was just like talkative. <laughs> I like, did not know how to like structure anything. But yeah. Those are, like, really popular episodes, the ones on Puppyhead Blues with you, and yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's because people go through it, and they're like, okay, yeah. like, I want to relate to somebody. Yeah. And as things have gone on, it's, I've seen that more, I've seen that happen, like, more often, you know what I mean? Like, by opening yeah. it up to more than just very niche, reactive dog owners,
1: yeah. Well, I think that there's in general, you, I feel like you have like kind of a niche niche of like reactive dog owners, but then you right. also have like dog owners that exper- experience like big emotions and hard emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's like still a niche topic, if you will, but right. it's it relates to a lot more people. And that's where I think like I've learned so much from you over the last like year and a half, just like not even – just as it relates to dog ownership, but just like mental health Mm -hmm. as a whole. And I reference you all the time (laughs) when it comes to um, mental health, therapy, just talking about my feelings, processing my feelings. Because I truly, before we like, before you had started talking more about it, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's kind of funny. There are other people that do talk about mental health and I appreciate it so much because it's like obviously normalizing it. But there's something in the way that you describe things and I guess maybe it's just your raw emotions and your mm-hmm. raw feelings without any sort of filter on them that I was able to really relate to and it it inspired me to like take action yeah, on, in like finding a therapist and trying different things out because like when we have conversations, you just – talk about it so casually and normally and like that's where I don't know I guess just like over time and it wasn't initially what you know like I've I saw your content over and over again and then I was like okay maybe I should ask her more about this and we should like have more conversations about this and I should go try and find a therapist and just see how it goes and it's been such a transformative year for me because I actually, like, am able to process my feelings and my I know now instead of
0: just pushing <laughs> them all down. <laughs> I can't believe, like, how this relationship between us has just, like, really turned things around, like, for me and for you. It's crazy yeah. to think that we only met last July, and then yeah. in November, I was like, I'm coming to see you, and, like, yeah. we're going to have the best time ever, <laughs> and we had a great freaking weekend.
1: Oh, that was so it fun. Was so
0: fun. Yeah. And so – if it's just like we, I needed you at that time, and you needed me. Yeah, I think that's like just so cool to think about from like we were then to where we are now.
1: Yeah, and I think it's also funny because it's like, in that moment when you, we started working together, it was a very obvious like, you know, I had the service mm-hmm. consults for you, but like, the universe knew that I needed you. And like I needed to like be in your corner and it's just been so fun. And I think it's like transformed so many different aspects of my life, like with work and just being able to, you know, better my relationship with my friends and Joe Mm -hmm. and even Rosie. And like, that's such a big impact. Like there's no sort of, I don't know. I know, I'm i never able, going to be able to, like, express my full gratitude for
0: it, but... Oh, my gosh. But same, though. Like, I think about this all the time of how I... Like, I knew that I wanted to do something bigger on Instagram. Or, like, yeah. bigger with, like, my thoughts and, like, my community and, like, build all of that out kind of thing. But it really wasn't until I started working with you that you kind of streamlined that a little bit for me. Like, you really do have, like, the business mindset of, okay, like, here, like, let's dream a little bit more. I feel like that is something that you really, really helped me with, was, like, dreaming more. And then you really helped me, like, fill out the blueprint where I was, like, missing things or, like, where I couldn't link things. And so, like, I just – it's it's crazy because I really break down – dog mom mentality into uh, three things, the podcast, the online content, and then the, the things that I sell, which yeah. are an, ex- like, they're all an extension of my work, <laughs> right? Yeah. so it was like, it started off with, I, I wanted to work with you because I wanted to make money on Instagram. Like, I mean, who freaking does it? And I remember you just being like, you are in like such like a special, like, category because it's not just dogs and it's not just training and it's not just like mental health it's like combining all of those and then once like I had that I guess like assurance and validation from you and encouragement I was like okay I know exactly what I'm gonna do like I know I'm gonna go with this like I didn't know that you know the podcast was gonna be where it was now or like I didn't know I was gonna create a journal but I just knew like To run with it and like going in that direction. Well, I think like it's so easy to get
1: caught up in the likes, the views, Mm -hmm. the follower count, the comments, engagement, etc. And I think when we first started, like it, you kind of came into it with how do I get more of followers and views and everything. Yes. And I was like, well, what do you want? Like, who are you talking to? Like, what do you like? What do you see for your brand? And I feel like as soon as I, I asked you that, you knew exactly what you wanted mm-hmm. and it's just taken off since then. And I feel like more people, if they're able to like redirect and be like, oh, what, what do I actually want to talk about and what's exciting right. to me and what am I passionate about? The rest just comes with it. And of course, you still like have those moments and you share that on your stories and totally. in your feed posts and everything that. The, you know the stupid algorithm. I know, blah, whatever. <laughs> and it, I think it's fine to. It's like good to have those like moments and like acknowledge those moments. But you su- you have such a bigger mission picture impact, and I feel like that's such a driving force, especially when shit is so annoying. Oh like yeah, or free things out of your
0: control. <laughs> the algorithm like pictures right now. I I don't know what it is about picture posts. But they just, like, don't reach literally anyone. And, like, I've heard multiple people say this. And so I've, like, wanted to make a point to post more pictures to, like, see if I post a picture, like, at a normal rate. Like, will it increase my picture Views like my picture reach. It's yeah, yeah, I like part of me is like the engineering side. I'm like, I really like to experiment (laughs) with this and like see, and then I'm like, get frustrated when the reach is like low as hell. And so, (laughs) um, but yeah, like the mission part of it that's one thing that I am really proud of is that my mission has stayed solid for over a year now, like that has not wavered in any way. And I think if I wouldn't have, like, talked to you and had, like, a, like, I guess, like, that reassurance and that encouragement, you know, I would have been, like, okay, I do want more followers or likes or whatever. So I'm going to, like, switch things up and, like, not even talk about mental health at all. I'm just going to do, like, funny reels or, like, funny videos.
1: Or, like, Layla being from
0: Craigslist. (laughs) Right. Like, I would have gotten so burnt out, I feel like because of yeah. that. And so I'm I'm just like so happy that you came into my life at the time you did. Yeah. And then shortly after that is when I decided to change my name on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> how did you
1: like do you remember kind of like how that felt in the moment like I do
0: yeah. actually. Because what did I feel like Yeah, so I so it was just Layla's name, and I was, like, on her page – or, like, on our page a lot. Like, I started showing myself more, like, in reels, especially. Yeah. And people would call me Layla, and I would be, like yeah, – so I called adorable. you Layla. Yeah, you <laughs> called me Layla. Yeah, I would be, like, so annoyed by that. And, like, I know it's, like, no, nobody's really, like, real fault, but I just was, like, God, like, this is annoying. Like, I can't believe this that. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> and so – I like this was after our conversation, and I was like, okay, like this is my path going forward. Like, I need to find a name that encompasses me, encompasses the mission, like, encompasses everything. And so I remember like coming up with dog mom mentality and I was like I put a poll up on my story like how do you guys feel about this name and then I remember like on the next story slide I was like I don't even give a shit what you all think because I'm gonna change my (laughs) name to this like I love it
1: (laughs) like nobody even give me other suggestions like this is gonna be it like I that's just so asked funny. that for for yeah. on my story, I guess. <laughs> that's so funny. I think that's something else that you have done a really good job of. It's like you you take into account your, like what your audience cares about and is interested in, but ultimately you still stay true to yourself and you do what you want to do. Yeah. And I think more people need to remember just like this is what makes you happy. And right. if it's not making you happy, even though your audience likes it, then what are you doing? Yeah, why are you doing it?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I remember Screw what you guys think, like, I really don't even care what you guys think. Like, I'm going to change my name. <laughs>
1: That's <is> so funny. <laughs>
0: um, And I was like, so excited about it, too, because I just felt like it, it encompassed me. And that was like the moment that I felt like it's not just like an Instagram anymore. Right. Like, it could be way bigger. Yeah and because it like felt like a brand to me like it felt personal brand it was the first time it's ever felt like that and it was like a cool feeling
1: yeah that's I think a big thing that I think in the dog Instagram community we oftentimes like detach ourselves from what we're doing even though it's us and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so funny when people like across the board have now been changing their usernames. They step into like a different version of themselves. And it's really freaking cool just to see like when you're really proud of something, it it shows in like very subtle ways sometimes and very obvious ways other times. But I just loved seeing that side of you. And like obviously it transformed into your content too. Right. Like you're just, you're showing up as, Caroline yes. and with the animations and acting and all of the things to describe like what you're actually going through
0: yes and like people actually call me by my name now
1: instead of Layla's yeah. name. <laughs> they probably like I'm sure that they know Layla's name but I'm sure like more people know your name versus Layla
0: right and like no offense to her but like that's what I want right like I'm yeah. the person behind the account <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, another person that has changed their name is Michelle to us these Mm -hmm. days. And like I remember whenever she changed it, I messaged her and just was like, Oh my god, are you so excited? Like, what is your goal with this now? Because I felt like she was in the exact same place I was. Mm -hmm. And she was trying to encompass more of like what she's sharing, more of a mission. And I just remember being so excited for her because It, like, took me back to where I was a year ago.
1: Yeah. It's so cool. And it's so cool just to see, like, I almost feel like, obviously, the followers are nice, but, like, your followers did just start to skyrocket and your engagement just continued to increase over time as well. So it was, like, kind of a perfect thing that came together as a result of you, like,
0: stepping into your brand and mission and everything else. Yes. And this is another thing that I definitely wanted to touch on. I actually like, have my phone with like my book of wins like you know that we do oh, yeah <laughs> and so like that was like basically whenever you messaged me I was like should I like prep for anything I was like no don't worry about it because I literally was like I'm just gonna go like off my book of wins to like get these milestones and like when they happened but something that. that happened later on and I so specifically remember talking to you about this is We were talking about like viral reels at some point in our relationship. I don't even know like when this was, but we were talking about viral reels and like you were saying, you know, a lot of people go viral for like a funny video, but it doesn't really like relate to their account. It's just like a funny video Mm -hmm. and they eventually like don't really get that many followers from that viral reel because it doesn't like... People will click on the account, go to the bio, and then be like, oh, like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So my first reel that hit a million views was one that, like, so perfectly, like, matched my, like, this and niche and, like, everything. Like, it was about yeah. – it was a funny, like, funny acting reel of, like, me getting yeah. frustrated with Layla and then the caption, like, went into depth about, like, how I was feeling and, like, how I processed it and everything. And I remember feeling – well, also, like, it wasn't an overnight thing, right? It took, like, yeah, like, like almost two months for it to reach a million yeah. – or, like, three months to reach a million. And I just remember being so proud that it was that real and not, yeah. like, a funny reel of, like, Layla in the bathtub or yeah. – one of the ones from how she's from Craigslist. Like, I remember yeah. being so excited <laughs> that it was that specific. I totally remember
1: that exact moment, too. And we were like both tracking it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like refreshing it every day. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, look at this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, and I, it's just like those little moments that yeah. mean so much. Yeah. And, like, I feel like you being my coach has really, like, put my mindset, like, in such a good place whenever it comes to these things. Yeah. Like, because sure. it was one of those reels that I, like, felt good about it whenever I posted. Yeah. But it took a long time before it, like, went yeah. blew like, blew up, went viral kind of thing. And it was, like, consistency and patience that you instilled in me that was so helpful. Yeah.
1: How did it feel to kind of see the transformation from your comments being, you know, more surface level to people writing you paragraphs as your comments on your reels and, like, pouring into you, into your DMs with, like, Mm -hmm. stories and really trusting you? Like, how did that feel? Oh,
0: my gosh. Like, so another thing that you told me to do is take screenshots all the time, put them in a photo album on my phone and, you know, refer back to them. So I have a photo album now of like, over 50, like I've lost count, but it's like 50 DMs and comments. Honestly, like it's probably more than that. Yeah. But it's just like this huge, like photo album of comments and messages of like people being like, Thank you for making me, like, not feel as alone. I'm so glad you're talking about this. Like, I am so glad I found you. Like, you've really helped me. And then, you know, just on and on and on. And it's been so cool to connect with people in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And And
1: what about the first, like, couple – comments and dms that were from the podcast like they listened to because I remember like you sharing like oh my god this podcast like helped me so much
0: like what was that like so there was like one particular person I'm not like gonna mention their name or anything but they messaged me and they were like really 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 struggling with their dog and I sent them a particular episode that I had recorded like a month prior or a few weeks prior and i remember them messaging me back on instagram and it was a voice message and they were just like in tears crying like because that like they needed reassurance for decisions that they were making like how to move forward where like they were at um and you know, she was going through a very difficult time, but she was also, like, working her hardest to get through through yeah. these things. And so I just remember, like, constantly, like, messaging this person, like, back and forth. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't just that one time. Like, we still check in with each other. And so cool. she doesn't even live in the U.S., which is the craziest part. But it's crazy. I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Yes. Like just from the story that you told me the first Yes. Time. Like, she doesn't even live in the U.S. Yeah. It's the craziest part. And thinking about how social media can make your story and your message reach, like, thousands and thousands of miles is literally wild. Yeah.
1: That is so special. And like just the greater impact because you know like other people are probably sharing those sort of episodes like if there's some you know a specific episode that you've done and it's like you know we share episodes all the time back and forth of like different things that are interesting or exciting to us and Mm -hmm. like to know that people are doing that for your podcast like listen to this episode I (laughs) i always get so excited like when people when i see like you reposting other people sharing your your podcast too like it's just so exciting to just right. see the whole, the whole journey, um, and the the impact
0: and excitement that people get from it too. Oh my god, yeah! It's like without those kinds of messages and like just like the reassurance, I guess it, I don't know how I could keep going. Just because like it's good to know that you are making an impact, especially yeah. when you're being this vulnerable. Yeah. And I think another really special thing is like, yes, I get, you know, comments and messages about the podcast and my posts, but to have the opportunity to bring people on here and also like them say, you know, I'm like, I felt safe talking to you. I felt okay and vulnerable and like, it was a safe space. Like I felt open and that that itself is just really good to hear as well because, Some of these people may have never talked about their story or their experience with their dog before. Yeah. But, you know, they worked up the courage and now they're here talking on a podcast that gets streamed. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. How do you remember your first solo episode? Oh my gosh. So, my very first one was just like an introduction, I think, because it was like I had like rebranded from owners tell all to dog mom mentality. Yeah. And it was like really just an introduction. But I think like my first solo episode that like was a true like like just pouring out my feelings was yeah. The Boundaries Are a Cool episode. I'm pretty sure that was the first one. And that is like a very like referenced podcast episode like that's one of the ones that I get a lot of like messages about you know how like that was the episode that they needed to hear that's really cool yeah (laughs) and then of
1: course that inspired the whole like merch (laughs) right
0: right right okay so all right let me just like look at my book of one yeah so so many (laughs) yes just to like let you all know Brittany's my coach. I've probably already mentioned that, but she has taught me all sorts of ways to like keep me motivated. (laughs) (laughs) One of them being this book of wins, like literally just writing down like big and small wins. And then the other one is screenshotting any sort of message that like makes me smile, makes an impact, like makes me feel good. Um, and both of those things have been literally a saving grace. Like, I told those, like, to do that to other people. Like, you should yeah. do this. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I've literally never thought about it. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing it for, like, a year now, and it's wild.
1: Yeah. So. It's so helpful to be able to look back on something. Because your brain is funny in the sense that it doesn't remember all of the good things. Right. Especially when you're, like, in it. Yes. And – It's so helpful to have this like giant book of wins or even if you're starting out, like be able to reference a handful of different things. Right. And see like, okay, I can go, I can get through this and it's worth it to keep trying different things. And I know there's like a reason for it. Exactly. Ultimately.
0: Yeah. So I actually didn't even start this stuff until February, which is Okay. Okay. So. I feel like I, I want to tell this story. So I started the podcast, you know, I worked with you, got like my mission, like streamlined, like kind of figured out a blueprint for social media. Um, and then it was like right before I visited you or maybe right after, like somewhere in between that. Well, I guess it was probably in October of last year. You sent me a podcast. And I was like, you should listen to this podcast. I think you would really like the guest. And (laughs) I like listened to the podcast, immediately fell in love with the guest. Her name is Scout. And she talks a lot about mental health and the intersection between mental health and entrepreneurship. And she made a book called The Emotional Entrepreneur. And I immediately bought it. I've like literally been obsessed with her ever since. And In November of last year, I was reading her book and got so inspired (laughs) that in the back of this journal, or in the back of this book, I have the, like, start starting off, like, idea. Where is it? Here it is. I have, like, the idea for the journal, right? Oh, my God. So it's in the back of this book. I, like, I was reading it one morning, and I got this idea, and then I just went freaking wild. I, like, <laughs> had the idea. I was like, this is going to be great. Like, I am so excited. So this was in November of last year. And you can see here in the back of the book, oh I gosh. have, like, the dog mom mentality journal. And then, like, you know.
1: The table of contents. Yeah.
0: For, like, and then I started com- coming up with all these ideas, like, We want to do journal prompts for like after a bad walk, like when you're frustrated, you know, when you're feeling dog mom guilt. And so obviously it's been tweaked ever since, but I think it's so cool to look at this. Look how many things, like ideas I came up with. (laughs) Like, that's so amazing. Yes, it's just wild. And so, you know, and like here's, here's like a little drawing of like, You know, for when you're feeling whatever emotion prompts. Oh, my God. Like... I love it. It's so cool how, you know, and then I have in here, like, the goal setting, you know, intention setting. Um, I just think that, like... So that was, like, a big moment. I, like, I wanted to make sure that I told on here that... Yeah. The journal that I've been developing has literally been in the works for a year.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I think... It's so freaking cool just to see the evolution of it and, like, Mm -hmm. where it started from the community of your podcast to, like, wanting to create something for them and, like, really for yourself. Yes. And, like, all the things that have come with it. And I can't wait for the journal to come out. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) I actually, like, right before this put in the new – documents into the um, distribution platform that i have been using so they can get printed um, and shipped so that I can see like this updated version. And then yeah. it's I think like, you know, it shouldn't have too many tweaks after that, which is really cool. So I like I had this idea in November and then you decided to do your mastermind, the six month mastermind. So I was in a mastermind with Brittany as my coach from January until June with two other people and that was so wild um it was like honestly everything that I needed like I can't say like nothing bad about it you know what I mean yeah and so we met bi-weekly but then you also had us do like so many exercises to just strengthen our brand like find our values find you know who our ideal audiences who like tell tell the story from like start to finish you had us, like map all of that out like it was just so like yes it was like homework almost but it's so helpful i remember like yeah. being like you know you're you might like hate like working through all this stuff but like in the end yeah. it's going to be so helpful and it it really was you know what i mean yeah. like, it did help me like strengthen my brand and my values and like the content pillars or like, you know, the things that you talk about. And it did help me work out a plan for launching things or like a plan for building up how to make freebies, ideas for freebies, like just generation of ideas and content basically. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's funny how like, you know,
1: all of the things That like the question, you know, the different prompts and worksheets and stuff like teach you or like ask you about. Mm
0: -hmm. But it's
1: it's funny, kind of how hard it is to like put it into words and like define it for yourself. Yes, but but I think it's such a powerful exercise because you're able to really like speak to the person that you really want to speak to, Mm -hmm. and they feel it in such a different way. Oh my gosh! Yes.
0: And I was kind of thinking about this year as a whole for me. And in 2021, I would consider that the year of investing in Layla, right? Like I did so much training with her. We got to a really good place. I learned a lot about like dog psychology and body language and training and really got into the community. And then 2022 has been the year to invest in myself yeah. because I have found so much about myself during this year. I have done so much healing work with, you know, trauma and like my mental health and like I've invested in things that I'm really, really passionate about, like your um, mastermind. I've invested in like a manifestation course. I've invested with Scout to, to work with her. And, like, just various things, like, okay, even, you know, my podcast editing, you know, I've Mm -hmm. outsourced that. And, like, just kind of being in that mindset of investing in myself, like, that kicked off the whole, like, self-care, like, talking about self-care and how you can't take care of your dog if you can't take care of yourself kind of thing. And, like, that felt like a big movement for me.
1: Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people especially, like, if you're immersed into, like, the dog Instagram training community, Mm -hmm. like, everyone's just talking about their dogs and, like, what they're doing for their dogs. And, like, they pretty much forget about themselves. Like, you're so focused on, you know, making sure your dog's okay that you – it's easy to forget, like, yourself and, like, to Mm -hmm. dedicate that same time to yourself and, like, making sure that you're okay.
0: Right. Yeah. I think I knew that – I obviously knew I was going to invest in this mastermind with you. Right. But I yeah. didn't know like what other things I was going to do this year. You, yeah. You know? How like. I guess.
1: Was it easy for you to like invest in the manifestation course. And like. Yeah. You like knew it was like the right thing to do. And then Yeah. It up?
0: Yeah. So I. It, because it has like a lot of healing in it as well. It has like a lot of inner child work. Yeah. um a lot of like shadow stuff. And yeah. I have been interested in that. And I felt like it was a good pairing to do with therapy. Yeah. So I've like, you know, have the perfect therapist. She's amazing. And I just felt like this was a supplementary thing. Yeah. And it kind of Almost replaced your mastermind for me, yeah. Because it was like as soon as we finished in mid June, I started this in like July, yeah. And I haven't been as regimented about it. I will say that, yeah. But it because it's self paced. It's not like I'm yeah somebody. Um, but it has been really cool to dive into some of that. And it's yeah. made me think very differently about things. Right.
1: I Did you know that there was going to be so much like – obviously, you, you're you in therapy and you have those conversations. You talk about big emotions a lot. But did you know like the entrepreneur side of things and owning your own business like was going to bring up so much of that for you? No, literally not
0: at all. Yeah. And I still don't feel – like hmm, how do I explain this like I'm not gonna be like yes I'm an entrepreneur you know what I mean why <laughs> <laughs> this is not a coaching session <laughs> but um why I I don't know maybe it's because I'm not doing it full-time maybe it's I don't know <laughs> I mean, I definitely am. Maybe it's because I see myself more of a creator, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, yes, you know, you're you're totally right. Like, I have started my own business. I have developed things. I do like strategize my business in various yeah. areas. Um, yeah. I mean, so yes, like I am. It's crazy to think about. Uh, yeah. actually, on my console call with scout yesterday you know she kind of asked me like the same thing it wasn't Mm -hmm. like worded exactly like that but it was just like you know throw out like any kind of you can't do this because of like x y and z and she was like this is what you're gonna do and then she was like this is how you're gonna grow in the podcast space this is how you're gonna grow in the content space like this is how you're gonna like do stuff moving forward and Like, I do – I have noticed that I do have a big mental block when it comes to taking this to the next level because I do have a full-time job. Yeah. And that's just a really, really big block for me. And I'm not going to, like, sit here and say I'm past it because I'm definitely not. Yeah. But, like, I remember – like, I, she asked me in our, in our first call, Scout did, and I just was like, I literally have no idea. Like, this is something that I have had a really big block around. Like, I struggle to think about anywhere past, like, six months into the future with dog mom mentality just because, like, I just don't know, like... I just can't – I can't get to that point for some reason. Like, I really, really struggle. And so I remember telling her and just being like, I, like, need a blueprint. Like, I don't care if it's somebody that has done this in the past or, like, if you just have, like, random ideas. But I just feel like I need a blueprint because Mm -hmm. after, like, six months ahead, my brain just, like, stops. Like, I can't think of anything past that.
1: Yeah. And – You need, like, positive proof that, like, it's possible – I I really think that that's such a powerful thing that like having somebody to like expand your mind and like what's possible for you. I think that's a huge thing that i I completely feel that.
0: Yes. Um, And like, we've talked about that. That's like part of the manifestation course actually is like finding expanders to get that positive proof. And like, it's, it's, it's that's like where some of the comparison game for me comes in to play yeah. as well because I do look for positive proof on social media of like, okay, this is somebody who I admire and they've grown their account. And then, you know, I start comparing myself to them. But then I'm like, well, they do this full time. Yeah. And I'm, you know, part time. Yeah. So and, they're not the right positive proof. Right. And so it's just, like, really – it's it's honestly been hard to find somebody who is also doing something similar to me that, you know, has grown to X place um, that also has a full-time job. It's been yeah. hard. Yeah, for sure. But I think
1: that that's something, like, no matter – like, you – if you want to own, like, the entrepreneur title or not, or just, like, you know, you have your business or you're, you know, part-time entrepreneur or whatever, I think that that's something that is so underestimated that, like, plays so much into the emotional side of things Yeah, and, like, being able to be part of, like, a community or something, like, that's what's been huge for me too, like, to be able to like, actually have those conversations. And I think I've told like, throughout the launch process and everything else, I shared so much of that with you. Like, Mm -hmm. here's what I'm thinking right now. Like, here's like a mental block. Here's like a money block that I just like released. And it's, it's so important
0: to like, I guess, acknowledge those different things too. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. So my new thing is some scout actually like said this to me, And whenever she said this, I was like, holy shit, like, that describes it so perfectly. Is that Layla and, you know, her behavioral issues and reactivity and everything that came with owning a dog was my invitation for healing. Yeah. And I find that so beautiful because even though, like, not all of my healing has came through dog ownership, Like, because I did learn a lot about myself during your mastermind. Like, I learned a shit ton. And I've learned a lot while, you know, creating the merch and creating the journal and selling those. And, you know, even though that doesn't, like, it doesn't have dog ownership, you know. It didn't require my skills from dog ownership or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I never would have gotten to that point to be in the place to take your mastermind or to sell this merch or to create the journal if it wasn't for Layla. And yeah. that is butterfly effect. It's <laughs> crazy to me. Like, it really is. And so ever since she said that, I was like, that just like sums it up so freaking perfectly. Yeah,
1: it re- that is like the little bow. Ties yes, it, all together.
0: <laughs> it really is. Okay. I'm looking back at my book of wins. So whenever I started my mastermind with you is when I like really started getting serious about creating the journal and we like set up goals for like each month on like what I wanted to do. And so in like January or February, I don't remember which month, but one of those months was when I started to do like research and like I started asking people to fill out a survey. I got so many responses on that survey. It was wild.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember you were just like blown away. You were like,
0: I don't really want to share
1: it anymore. Like this is too much. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Because my, my, plan was to like sift through every single response <laughs> and like categorize things and analyze and like put things into buckets to you know figure out like what the journal should have and I'm <laughs> like I I don't have time to like go through all these. <laughs> yeah. So that was wild. Every single time that my podcast like reached a milestone, I have that in here. Yeah. Um you know, I made my new website, which that was, like, a really fun process. Yeah, the branding process for that, too. Yes, the branding process to that. Yeah, so I, I worked with um Village Dogs and her mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, Her name's Nicole, and she was awesome. That was such a fun process for me to, yeah. like, go through all of that with her and, like, make mood boards and vision boards, and that was really cool.
1: Yeah. I feel like she re- like really brought your vision to life. Like everything yeah. is so you and you use all of it too, which is yeah. really cool. Like even just your story
0: templates. Oh yeah. And she has helped me with the design aspect of the journal. So it has been really cool to like bring her back in and help with that. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Full circle. Super cool. Um, Yeah. I'm actually going to use like the little icons that she made as like stickers for the journal so like I'll sell yeah I love it is as like a pack kind of thing so like you can put stickers in your journal (laughs) oh I love
1: that I love having that I like love when there's like little inserts or that you can buy or like that come with the journal
0: I know also something that I'm gonna do that I haven't announced this but I guess like here I am I'm going to make (laughs) happies and crappies post-it notes oh I love that that's so cool so you can just like. Whether you, like, put them in the journal or, like, you just keep them, like, somewhere. Yeah. Um, I feel like the happies and crappies has became part of my brand. Yeah. And so I, like, thought that that was a really cute idea to have post-it notes with happies, yeah. happies on them.
1: That's really cute. And I like that you, you could put them in the journal, too. Like, if you mm-hmm. just put – if they're, like, documenting something for the day and then they also want to, like, include the happies and crappies. Right. Like, it's just, like, a little insert to reflect back on
0: later yeah so that's really cool yeah um okay let's see oh my gosh I have like so many random things in here it's like not even <laughs> do all... a random one <laughs> did my first scream
1: breath work <laughs> in February <laughs> I love that what yeah. was that like
0: I started using the app Open and it's so cool. It has like meditation, um, movement, and breath work. And I still use it. And I did, I was like feeling just very overwhelmed. And I did my first scream breath work. So it was like, you know, moments of breathing and then like you scream into a pillow. (laughs) That is so cool. And I I I definitely definitely like so relieved after.
1: That's awesome. I know that I need to like try that. Like mm-hmm. just breath work in general. Oh my gosh, yeah. I think you would like time. it. I know, but it's one of those things where I feel like it's very like in my brain. Right. And so I gotta get a little more comfy. Yeah.
0: I know <laughs> what you mean. That. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, okay, let's see. Every time that I got a brain doll I have that listed in here. Um Okay, a big thing for me was in April, I had my therapy session with my therapist and she was like, yes, you do have depression. And that was such a big moment for me because I accepted it. It was like something that I had resisted for a really long time. And then it was like once I actually heard the words from her, I could like move on and like actually be proactive about it. So that was like a huge thing for me. Because that was also while I was in your mastermind, I was like Mm -hmm. a month away from releasing the t-shirts and like, you know, I wanted to seem excited and happy, but I straight up had depression like, and I was bad. Like I was taking daily naps. I barely had the motivation or energy to do quite literally anything.
1: Yeah. And I remember you took, you took that, you like were really hard on yourself too during that time you're like why can't i do this or like mm-hmm. why can't i like do x y or z um yeah. that you like wanted to just get done and that was hard and like how did you feel like recording the episode about that cuz you have a whole
0: episode on like yeah the getting the diagnosis right yes i do and that was a wild episode so i actually recorded it on like voice notes And then I went back and picked out pieces from it and recorded it again, like with my microphone and everything. And it was basically like I recorded the voice note in the car while I was driving home. And then immediately once I got home, sat down and like re-recorded it. Yeah.
1: I remember you said you really wanted to like get it out there, like raw, like initial reaction, no sort of like time to filter. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and it's exactly what happened on the podcast. Yeah. And that, it was just like a huge moment for me. I feel like ever since that moment, I have been more proactive about my mental health and I have been in a much better place. Yeah. And like, I feel like that was a block for me and like that yeah. kind of validation from my therapist of like, acknowledging like yeah you do have depression like I've had it in your charts for weeks you know because the thing was was that I really resisted it because I had such a like I don't even know what to say like what to call it but like I had such like negative negative connotation. connotation like I personally still had a stigma about me specifically having depression. Yeah. Like if somebody else had depression, like I was there to support them. Like I did not think any bad thoughts about them, but if it was me, it was a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And I think a lot of people kind of go through that. Like I just kind of like, if I was diagnosed with depression, all these bad things would happen to me because that's what I've seen in the past. And so to hear her be like, you have it and like you've been diagnosed with it for weeks to a month now and then me be like oh crap like I've been diagnosed I just didn't know and none of the bad things that I thought was gonna happen to me have happened yeah and like that was kind of the unblocking for me right
1: like it just released so much yeah like the pressure and yes I'm sure even like more probably in your subconscious there's probably so much resistance to various components right. of like your life that you didn't even realize there was like resistance in mm-hmm. until you like were able to kind of own it and then exactly. I'm sure like even just releasing your like raw emotions and your raw reaction in the podcast was probably mm-hmm. so freeing. even if like you just recorded it and like you never released it to anybody I'm sure that was so therapeutic just to oh my gosh get yes. it out
0: there Like, I remember coming home and, like, celebrating about it. You know what I mean? Because I was, like, happy that I – because I did feel free. Like, I felt like, oh, gosh, like, I've accepted it. Here I am. Nothing that I thought would happen to me has happened. And, like, it's fine. Like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember
1: being in my kitchen listening to that voice note of you telling me about it.
0: Yeah. I was, like, (laughs) screaming it to everyone. I was, like, I have depression. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was yeah. That was a huge moment because it like when I was really bad, like when I was at my worst it was probably like in March and that was right mm-hmm. after I had done all of like the research gathering and survey type stuff for the journal. And yeah. my plan was for the mastermind to get the journal out by the end, by like yep. May or June. Mm-hmm. And that put a halt on everything because yeah. I could not get the motivation to do it. Like I right. could, like, could not, it wasn't really the motivation. It was just like the energy. Like I could not right. get the energy to, to do it, to like put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. It was just like my brain power was very very low. Yeah. And so I could do easy tasks like building my website very easy for me because mm. I, you know, just already know how to do a lot of that stuff from uh engineering. And the shirts weren't as difficult for me because Although they are part of my brand, they didn't have as much emotion as this journal has. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like I didn't – I wasn't emotionally available to finish creating the journal. Right. Until like June or July is like honestly when I picked it back up. Like I really did not work on the journal from like March until June.
1: Yeah. You know what's kind of funny is that – I something I learned from another coach kind of more recently but over the last few months is just like releasing deadlines and like the pressure of deadlines like Mm -hmm. you can declare something but knowing that it's completely okay if it doesn't happen like really and feeling that like actually embodying it don't just not just being like oh it's okay if it doesn't happen but like declaring and being like I'm fucking doing this right but then having the same emotion of being like it's okay if this doesn't happen because I will like learn something I will get to another point I will do something and so that's what I've been really coaching to now is I'm not you know I ask people what they want to accomplish but they but I don't try and like hold them to it and I don't try and put the I don't try and put the pressure on it and I try to help other people not to put pressure on themselves either. Because right. there's something about that pressure in that timeline of of like it just feels bad. It doesn't feel exciting. But it feels exciting to like start working on it when you feel energized and right. aligned and ready to go and I think everything happened in perfect timing for you and it's great that you were able to release the merch at the time that you did and Yes. Now the journal is like on its way. And it's all perfect timing.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Because I remember like, even coming to you and being like, I cannot, every time I try to work on the journal, I like freeze, like, I just I can't do it. I can't get my thoughts onto paper. Like I'm struggling so bad. (laughs) And it felt awful, because I was like, at one point, I was so hype about this. Yeah, so excited. So like, passionate about it. And I think that was a big thing for me as well to learn that, you know, it's it's gonna come, but yep. the timing you know, of it doesn't have to be exactly what I thought, kind of what you were saying. And I just I remember like feeling bad because it was like I was so passionate about it. And then all of a sudden my motivation for it just like drained, yeah. you know, it tanked. And that part made me feel bad. Yeah. And I'm really glad that I was doing it with your mastermind because I don't think if I would have had like such close support, I don't think I would have ever even picked it back up, honestly. And even like me coming to you and saying that you were like, okay, let's pivot. You know, you never did put pressure on me, like how you were saying you, you know, helped me come up with another area to work on, which was the merch and it's worked out perfectly. Right. And
1: that was like really exciting for you to like start on. I remember mm-hmm. like you had like a completely different like energy shift. And right. It was great it that Kendall was also working on it with you too. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. <laughs> and like being able to have like that support. And I think that, you know, it makes, if you can have like fun doing something and like it comes through, like that all came through in the content and the launch and like everything that you put out with it. And it's just so cool to see that. Coming
0: up with the content for the March launch was extremely fun. Like I remember loving going back and forth with you. And what's fun is that I actually did some of that with you for the journal as well. Mainly like through the worksheets, like that kind of like storyline of like where your customer is and like Mm reflecting back on my journey with Layla and so I do already have, like, a lot of that, like, already lined yeah. up, which is so fun. Like, it's nice yeah. to, like, kind of look back on things that you've done in the past and be like, wow, I was, like, really smart for doing this. It's kind of like, you know, your pat on the back of, like, <laughs> I did a good job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you also have, like, the positive proof that you mm. freaking crushed your merch launch and continue to sell it. So it's like, you know that you can do it. And yes, it's, like now that you already have the the framework of it it's just plugging it in with the journal
0: right yeah the the March launch was wild I like how did that feel honestly (laughs) I just I keep saying the word word wild just because I don't I don't know how else to explain it like it was wild it was like unbelievable like I surprised myself in the best way possible kind of thing yeah um, I never expected for that many people to buy a shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And multiple shirts and like in multiple countries. <laughs> yes.
0: The multiple countries thing, crazy again. Um, it's whenever I tell people like, I, you know, I have to ship this one to Canada mm-hmm. or whatever, they they get surprised. I'm like, it's cool, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so, so cool. And yeah, I'm I'm really glad that I went through the launch process of the shirts because I do feel way more prepared for the journal and like that is a bigger baby to me. Like that is Yeah. you know, more of my baby. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> I also have in my book of wins made it through another month alive. That was in <laughs> what month was that? <laughs> that was in May. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what happened in May?
0: I think, like, I – so it started to get more serious about wedding planning. Yeah. And I, you know, was putting out T-shirts. And I think, like, I still was really navigating through my depression. Yeah. It was just, like, a lot of stuff all at once. It was a lot of, like, ups and downs, kind of. Yep. Um, And so I just remember being like, thank God. Like, it's summer. Yeah. Things are shifting. Um, another big thing that I did, which was in like June, I believe, let me see. Yeah. June, like late June was I put my dog mom mentality stuff on LinkedIn with my like engineering stuff. And that was a big deal for me because I had never really talked about that kind of stuff to my coworkers. And like, Mm -hmm. although I wasn't directly saying like, Hey, like this is the thing that I do on the side. It was, um, it was kind of like that first step, right? Yeah. And so then in August, I got my management position and I talked all about dogma mentality in the interview conference, so awesome. which was really awesome. Yeah. I talked about how, like, my mission. I've talked about working with brands. I've talked about, like, the shirt yeah. the launch that I did. I talked about my podcast. I literally talked about all of it.
1: Yeah. And you put a huge chunk of it on your resume, too.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A huge chunk of it on my resume. And it was basically like what I've done at my company so far and then dog mom mentality.
1: (laughs) That is the coolest thing ever. Yes. I feel like that's some good ass positive proof about being an entrepreneur.
0: I mean, yeah, that is true. (laughs) And I will say ever since... You know, my boss announced, like, you know, it's going to be the new manager, whatever. Like, here's some of the things that really stood out during her interview. And he also talked about dogma mentality, which was really cool. That is so
1: cool. And what did I he have, say?
0: Well, I have a really good relationship with him. Um, yeah. He's very open. He's very honest. He's just a really, really good leader and boss. I'm so thankful that he is – specifically my boss like him specifically and he is a very like emotionally intelligent person I think as well and so you know he has a lot of empathy and during like while I was like getting ready to uh apply you know we talked about should I apply should I not like I was Mm -hmm. having some blocks and he really worked through a lot of that with me. But at the end of the day said, you know, this is your decision. Like, I'm not going to think of you differently, regardless of like what you decide to do. So like that in itself was so nice. And so I ended up, you know, getting the management position and he did talk about some of the brain deals that I've done that I have the podcast um, that I'm, like, really self-efficient and, like, self-sustaining and, like, that sort of thing. Um, and then he talked about my link to mental health as well and, like, how I have related to people based off that. Um, and so what was cool, though, is that I now have co-workers that, like, follow me on Instagram and, like, interact with my stuff. And, like, I've learned more about my co-workers because they opened up to me about their interests outside of work, Um, you know, not necessarily like dog or mental health related, but, you know, somebody opened up about her Instagram that she has and, you know, that's all that's like in a very specific niche. And then, you know, I, I have somebody with that follows me with a new dog and like, we talk about her new dog. And then I have somebody that like has been really vulnerable with me about their mental health. And so like, that is just so, cool to think about and, like, relate you know, those various things to get to know people more and, like, have a relationship and and a connection to them. So I'm, like, really, really happy that I, you know, took that step, took that leap of faith and put that on my roommate and talked about it. Because it is the thing that lights me up the most. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, just be honest. And I think talking about something that you're so passionate about does let people see a different side of you.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it, like, helps them just get excited about you, too. It's right. not just, like, you know, Caroline's going to be really great at this job, but they're, like, Caroline. Like, yes. Caroline is the person that's going to be really great at this job. Right. And I think that makes a world of a difference, too.
0: Yeah. Totally. Big difference. Um, Let's see. So I do have, like, a lot of just, like, smaller wins that were all based around, like – putting my stuff on LinkedIn, putting it on my resume, like applying for the position, interviewing, getting the offer, et cetera. And then my next big thing after that was at the beginning of August, it was actually the same, same, um, same week. Yes. So the week that I got the position, Scout, which I mean, now that we're saying this, people are probably like, well, Caroline's like obsessed with this girl. So Scout has maybe agency. just a little. Yeah. So Scout has an agency, and she came out with this consultation package that I just felt like was really perfect for me, felt really aligned with it. And I just bought it, and it was a big price tag for me and i was like i'm going to figure it out but i just felt really called to to do this and it was limited number of spots so i was like okay i'm going to do this so i bought it was like i don't 110% know like how i'm going to pay for this but like i'll figure it out this yeah. was definitely like me manifesting <laughs> so i <laughs> bought the package got on a plane because i was going on a work trip got off the plane and got my acceptance or got my offer for the management. I remember all of this so I remember much. being like oh, what this <laughs> happened. Like Oh my how god. This happened. Um, oh my god. Yeah. That was like one of the first times that I really put faith into the world and myself and like Cause I, I do have, like, I, I love financial security and so doing something like that was a big, big step for me. And then whenever I got off and like got my offer, I just was like, holy cow. Like I just did this. I did that.
1: I remember this so much and that was so cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally like minutes before the plane took off and then like. Whenever the plane landed and I turned my phone back on, I, like, got the email about being offered. I just remember being like, this is what – like, I can't believe this is what. This is how it happens. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then the next day, my podcast hit 10,000 downloads, which was a big milestone for it. Um, That was really, really fun. And to celebrate that, I came out with the podcast playlist. And doing that and categorizing my podcast into those uh, buckets – was really cool for me to see how things have evolutionized, how things have, like, been consistent, how, like, how, like, I came in with, like, a mission and now that I'm, like, looking back on it, like, I could, can so clearly see it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, You know, being able to talk about reactive dogs and, like, inspiration and encouragement for reactive dog owners – Mental health, like, I have so many episodes that encompass mental health. Um, yeah. I have ones that, you know, just talk about, like, dogs in general, and then I have my solo episodes. And then another really cool bucket is combining dogs with your career and how your dog has inspired or how, how a dog has inspired your career path, which I think is a really cool take on how yeah. dogs can emotionally affect you. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. So that was really fun for me to do. Um,
1: do you only get the playlist thing once you have 10,000 downloads?
0: No, I just made that myself. Yeah. Like, I made that on Spotify and okay. um I made a page on my website for Apple because Apple Podcasts doesn't have playlists <laughs> like a feature, <laughs> yeah. but I just made
1: it myself. That's really um, awesome. 10,000 is such a massive number.
0: I know, it feels so big. So big. So That's really cool. Oh, you know what is another like really cool thing is that my during the the week of the shirt launch, I also got 10,000 followers on Instagram. Oh my god, yeah. I yeah. remember that. So I feel like when I'm in alignment like yeah, paired that like 10k number like shit's happening shit's getting real <laughs> like so whatever nice. it is about like that combination I mean or maybe yeah. it like really is like you know my energy and me just being in alignment like yeah. comes with these really cool things yeah I feel like that's positive proof for me to look back on and remember that 100%. Yeah. Well, that – and then, okay. I guess, like, the last thing is all of this has happened, like, while I'm getting married. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> all of this has happened. Just a little like, event. A right. little life event.
0: <laughs> yeah. All of this has happened, like, while I have been engaged. And I – when this episode comes out, will be, like, two weeks after we get married. So – to top it all off. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're going
1: to be Mrs. May.
0: Yes. So I will be married. And then shortly after that, we will be releasing the journal. That's so exciting.
1: I know. How did it
0: feel to get your journal in your hands? Oh, my gosh. I Yeah, I should have. I should actually have that in my book of wins. Um, I'm so glad I recorded it. <laughs> Bobby yeah. kind of made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm so glad that I did because it like caught everything so perfectly yeah and it is a really big difference to see something like on your computer on your laptop on your ipad versus like holding it you know what I yeah. mean and you know I got it because I wanted to like see the color see the paper like more of the like Operational side of it, like you know what I mean. But Mm -hmm. it, like, it was so special to like flip through it and like see everything that I have put into it and the work, and it really solidified a lot of stuff for me. Yeah, I'm so excited for that.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna, it's It's truly going to change so many people's lives when it comes to. (laughs) I know so. (laughs)
0: um yeah I'm I'm really excited so to to go from the initial idea in the back of that book to working with you in the mastermind coming up with like a very solid plan on like research and development for it to having such like a block and not being able to work on it Feel like that was a very essential part of it because I yeah. did learn a lot about myself through that piece and I think if mm-hmm. I would have been like having all of my energy going towards this journal and like putting pressure on myself to finish it I wouldn't have been open to receiving some of the other things that I learned about myself during that time yeah you know and- what else is
1: probably a really big thing that you obviously like have gone through a lot with Layla over a year ago like Mm -hmm. you know there's stuff that still happens but right I almost feel like you went through this to be able to like relate to other people not being able to continue like the training process like that deep frustration that deep like yes like I hate this so much and like you now have it so close to your heart again of like Mm -hmm. what that feels like and once someone buys your journal and they're going through it you're going to be able to like relate and talk about it in a completely different way
0: oh yeah because in like the beginning of this year I was in training burnout with her I was like I don't want to train you like I have no motivation to train you I have no energy and like especially in like March and April when I was really depressed I like felt awful that I couldn't provide for her in the way that I used to yeah and that was you're so right like huge part for me to go through that and like experience that and see how big of an emotion that can be. Yeah. And that doesn't even, it didn't even have to do with her reactivity. Yeah. It just simply had to do with like me feeling like I wasn't giving her the best, but like I also didn't have any energy to take care of myself at that time. Right. Yeah. You are so, so true about that. And I think because part of the journal is going through those like big, deep kind of Mm -hmm. hard, tough emotions. But then it also has the side of it to go through the joy, the motivated, the brave. yeah, And like a lot of the things that I've been stepping into recently is because of the confidence that I've had. And so Mm -hmm. it's, I do get to go through because obviously like I've, been, you know, putting this journal to use myself, like, you know, going through the prompts as myself, like seeing how I would respond to them. And, you know, it is really, really fun to go through the joy, you know, for joy. It asks you like, what do you want to remember most about this experience with your dog? What work have you put in to get to this place of joy and gratitude? You know, yeah. how how are you going to, like, carry this joy with you into, like, your day and your week? And it's so – oh, my God, I'm, like, emotional now. I feel like I'm going to have, like, tears <laughs> in my eyes. But, like, you know, it, it is really so true that, like, I went through each and every single emotion that is in this journal yeah. so that I could, like, put it out the way that it needs to be.
1: Yeah. It's all perfect.
0: what okay I know six months is kind
1: of far away for you Mm -hmm. what about like three to four months what's like three
0: to four months for dog mom mentality okay this is a good wrap-up question I think so in the next like three to four months honestly even six months kind of the goal is to um Well, the next goal is to get the new, like, second prototypes of the journal in physical format for me to, like, see it, make sure that the layout looks good, the size looks good, et cetera. And then I've actually selected a few people to use the journal themselves, do, like, a test run with it to give me feedback. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And then um, the official launch of it. And then beyond that, though... Some of the goals that I have are to be on more podcasts, to be a guest yeah. on more podcasts, and like talk about the mission behind dogma mentality and the relatability behind it, yeah. and like just get the word out to more people in like different communities and different audience members. Um, yeah. So that's that's a big goal. That will definitely come like after or kind of during the launch. Um, and then to obviously continue with the podcast, because that's like one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. And then just, I have something up my sleeve as like another product to offer. Um, not going to like say what it is. Um, but it does like go along with the journal to supplement basically, um, so that will be like a whole other product, process, yeah. launch, <laughs> etc. But definitely like in the same like realm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. That'll be
1: really special. Yeah, definitely. I'm very excited to see it all unfold.
0: Yeah. So that's that's like the the long term, you know, three to six months out kind of thing. And I think so. One thing that I have noticed in my content is that I've gone through like really specific things that I focused on. Like at one point, I was like really focused on boundaries, and then yeah. I was really focused on like self care, and then I was like really focused on um, shoot, there was like another thing training. Well, yeah, like training, but I guess like part, frustrations. Like... Yeah, like play, like play. Oh, play, and, and, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I've been, like, I talk about a lot, but, like, there have definitely been moments that I was, like, more focused on, like, one specific topic, I guess. Yeah. And I think, like, that's really cool to think about. Um, And there was, like, shoot, there was, like, something that I was, like, gonna say about that. Oh, I guess it was just, like, I'm really excited to see, like, what – topics I become really passionate about in the future yeah that's where I was
1: (laughs) yeah that is really cool to think about do you like have any ideas of like things that have just been like a hot button for you that you're like oh I like have to share this with people
0: well recently it's been like more kind of reflecting on my journey with Layla as a whole and how it's been evolving so that yeah. has been, like, at the forefront of my mind here recently. Yeah. I have um, noticed that a bit more. hmm Something else, like, a topic that has uh, kind of periodically came up is jealousy. hmm Whether that be from dog owner to dog owner or, you know, just on social media um, or, like, jealousy in, in the workplace or from a friend and, like, knowing that that emotion is valid, but like knowing how to properly navigate it so you don't break yeah. bridges in any way or like yeah. self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. That is a topic that has came up a lot for me here recently. Yeah. And I think like that's going to be a hot topic for me in the future to talk about and have multiple posts kind of pertaining to that topic. And then also just like, Limiting beliefs and, like, kind of getting through that, like, block. Yep. Um, Because sometimes, like, I have lots of ideas, but I haven't kind of came to, like, a conclusion on them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I really try not to put anything out on social media until I have processed it myself. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, like, sometimes I'll talk about it. But, like, like I want to be a thought leader right Mm -hmm. and so like I don't want to just put out like nonsense talk if that makes sense (laughs) and so like one thing that I have learned is that if I process something before I post it it comes through more clearly you know what I mean yeah and so I feel like a lot of these topics kind of like pop up pop up pop up pop up and then at some point I like come to a conclusion and I'm like, it makes sense. Like I've came full circle. Yeah. It makes sense. Like I'm embodying this now, that. and That's when I start like really talking about it. Like mm-hmm. that's exactly how it was for like boundaries. Yeah. Um, I had some really popular posts on like setting boundaries and it was kind of like, I stepped into it. Well, you know, I was going through it. I realized how much I was of a people pleaser like I saw how Layla was trying to teach me how to set boundaries, how I've set boundaries with her, how I've started to set boundaries with other people, how I need to be more confident. And then it was like kind of came full circle and I was like, okay, I like boundaries are cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I same love thing that. with self-care. It was kind of like this light went off of like you you need to work on yourself to have your cup full before you can like do things with your dog to the best of your ability. And, like, once it clicked, I was like, okay, like, now I can talk about it. And yeah. it's kind of, like, where I'm at right now with, like, the jealousy topic. And um, I'm still doing a lot of, like, reflecting on it, right, before I get all of my words mm-hmm. put together to, like, be out there in the open.
1: Yeah. You know what's actually kind of one interesting thought is I know you, ta- you chat a lot on your stories mm-hmm. about different things just kind of like candidly off the cuff right and my coach just told me kind of about like you can like label different like areas of your content oh, or yeah. different like ways that you're going to share things so like your stories could be like kind of the during process and like right. processing the emotions versus like maybe your podcast and like your content is like post-processing oh but I people get that like little like
0: snippet piece of yeah right into
1: your mind in if they follow you on stories
0: oh my gosh yes a hundred percent that was like it's kind of like the test run too right like you see if people are even interested in that and like the post or the story um segment that I did about like you know being jealous and Mm -hmm. you know kind of having some of those different thoughts and like how I was going through it um so many people replied to that and it's Mm -hmm. as I was having those conversations with people it did start to make more sense
1: I also just want to applaud you and like thank you for showing up like so authentically as yourself because like just as you're talking about embodying like who you know just embodying you and like who you want to be and who you want to show up as I think it has such a massive ripple effect amongst like the like kind of whole community right. of people that are like in your community, but then you're somebody I reference all the time because I think you just like I can't even necessarily describe all the things that you do, but I'm like, go look at her page and like listen to her podcast, I'm, like you'll see what I'm talking about, <laughs> and it's allowed me to show up so much more as myself. So on our podcast that we have like I laugh like myself and I used to be so like ashamed of my laugh because like people would be like it's too loud or it's too like it's obnoxious or it's too much and to like hear other people be like your laugh is so amazing and like your laugh is so infectious is like oh I can beat myself and it's like full circle like just being able to so freely laugh like just now and be like oh. Like, I can be, I can show up as me.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, like, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, I always think about that. Like, why wouldn't I just show up as myself on social media? Like, these people don't know me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, because of that, I have gotten to know people on such, like, a personal level to the point of even going and visiting them and <laughs> <laughs> um and so like yeah it's i know like you always like i don't know i feel like you're always like how do i explain this like you know a lot of content people or like coaches or like business people on instagram they're like you got to find your niche you got to find your niche you got to niche down you got to niche down And, like, although you may say that, you're also, like, you, like, you can find your niche and, like, you can be in your niche, but, like, you better make sure that you're passionate about that because if you're not, it's not going to shine through. Yeah.
1: Well, I even, like, almost just took niche completely out of my vocabulary and I just created the finding your thing document. Yes. Because I'm, like fuck a niche because it's so confusing oh everyone's God. so confused by the concept i'm like let's just figure out what you like and who you are right. and who you want to be yes and it's so freaking cool to yeah like, I- we're going through that right now in the um mini mind
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i just like love reading those i love reading people's things because it's like so cool to just see who yeah. they really are and who they want to show up as
0: yeah you like revolution up my words you <laughs> revolutionalized like the whole like thing behind like finding your niche on social media you know what I mean like yeah you you actually took like what it should be and put it into terms that people understood and like didn't put pressure on themselves you know what I mean yeah. because I think like the thing about like a niche is that You see it as very, like, you see it as categories that are already out Mm -hmm. in the world. And whenever you're finding your thing, like, trying to come up with something that's unique to you that you could talk about for forever, it might not be a category that has already been put out into the world. You know what I mean? It's like dogs and mental health and emotions, like, aren't a thing that, a lot of people talk about
1: you know 100 yep. percent. I mean?
0: thank you so much um yeah you are like the perfect person to reflect on all this with because you've literally been here from the very beginning yeah. it's really special to be part of it i'm so proud of you Aw, you're really special to me, and I'm so proud of you. Love you. <laughs> okay, love you too. Okay, thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing all about the evolution of dog mom mentality, where it may go, and all about me and Britt's relationship, because I feel like we really showed our true <laughs> relationship during this as well. Um, yeah, so thanks for for being here. Happy one-year anniversary to the Dog Mom Mentality podcast. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality podcast. My name is Caroline. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Dog Mom Mentality. And if you haven't already, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you are listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if nothing else, I hope you get to play with your dog today.